Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays ARIA podcast today. We're doing a year in review, talking about how everything went. Before we do that, though, uh, let's talk about our mail, guys. Today's uh, one more day. Rocket Print Mail, they're doing uh, their sale ends on the 24th. It'll drop today is today, if they're there at the office, because Friday will be, oh, no, 23rd. Today's, yeah, yep. tomorrow, yeah, today's the 22nd when we're recording. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah so they got two more days, right? Till the 24th, till Saturday. I, I look. I looked at the date beforehand. I'm sorry. We just messed that whole <laughs> intro up. No, no, I, don't no, even, no, no. I don't even remember what day it is today. I, I told Trevor I thought it was Friday, and we missed the morning call but today's thursday today's thursday yep okay so 24th is the last day to sell which is saturday which that's, is it's a little odd yeah but but that's okay. it i look right beforehand so you guys know we love rocket print they got a killer sale going on so uh not only get your mail and help you for the next year but also offset some money this year some tax money save yourself all that this year so get out there check it out uh, rocketprintmail.com forward slash casual fridays man God, my brain was working in overdrive. I'm like, I am so stuck that it is Friday today and I can't get out of that mindset. And I think it's because we're kind of wrapping down for the end of the year and Mm -hmm. the holiday coming up. So first of all, Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Um, It it feels like uh, Friday and I think it's that's to do with the weather. Dude, it's snowing. It's snowing. Yeah. yeah, it's not even like snow, like fun snow. It's like this frigid, cold Elsa esque just coming at us. That's good to have a small daughter. You you'll be there one day. You got you got you Presley's there. Yeah. Are they older? Than, is she too old for like that show? No, nah, she. I mean, she liked Frozen, but she, she wasn't yeah. obsessed with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we get that. Just it's just like mean looking little snow flurries just taunting you with how cold it is outside yeah it's the wind it's un- in unreal the wind feels like it's 100 miles an hour out there yeah, it was 19 degrees when we came back in that's not wind chill that's actual degrees i was gonna look to see what the wind chill is real quick i know like some of our people up north are walking around in shorts and 19 degrees but we're, <laughs> we're not used we're to not it. used to that uh what does it feel like oh man i don't know i don't even know feels cold yeah that's what we know it feels, feels cold. real cold yep so so today end of year in review Tell me about it. Tell me what you think on your end of year. Like, how you feeling about this year? How it went? Feels like two degrees actually. <laughs> uh, it's been a good year. Yeah, I would qualify this as a year of a lot of growth. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was a su- successful year, which is which is always great. It's what you want. It's how mm-hmm. you stay away from a W two. Yeah. <laughs> you, continue you, to have su- successful years. You also got engaged. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah still on work. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just all around everything. It was good, you know. Got engaged. Hyper um, growth mode. Yeah. Added a, a future wife, some kids. Some kids, yeah. Yeah. Adding some businesses, kept yeah. some businesses going. Like, it was just, uh, it was a lot. Now, started the year off very easily being able to work 20 hours. Okay. A week. Okay. It feels like now, like, yeah, you can't take do, on so much more now. No, you can't do that. And I and I know we joked about it yesterday when you were walking out of the office. You said, yep, going to take care of my passive business as yeah. you're walking out. I'm like, like yeah, have fun with that. Because, I mean, the, the growth of the, the ATM side for you has added a ton of work and time that is, A, finding the spots, B, getting to them, and then and getting it all figured out to a point that maybe you look at handing it off to somebody. But right now, it's it's you got to figure that out and learn it. So you're, you're taking that on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as we... You know, I started all this 
I can't remember now, seven, eight years ago, it was like so land centric and then you grow that. Now I'm like passively investing in subdivides. I've got a few like flips that I'm doing with like other people and right, we're still buying and selling land, but it's not like it takes me all the time. Yeah. And so I've been able to grow in businesses that I always wanted to do. Yeah. ATMs, e-commerce, like all this other stuff. And those learning curves that came with that. <laughs> yeah. I think we forget that though. We forget that the, and uh, I'm going to back up because we started this podcast to help the journey of people like kind of, Hey, this is our journey as we're going through it. You'll go through it live. As you run into these problems, we'll help you and, and answer these problems. And you'll see, hopefully learn from the things that we've had to overcome the learning curves, whether it was land or what, and move into that. And, and so I think we have forgotten the learning curves with starting some of the businesses because typically when you layer on a business onto it, so like say, um, plum, where I said, we're going to fund deals, not really doing anything different. We're just, I'm just putting money with somebody else where, you take on a whole new industry or niche. You said, hey, I'm going to start ATM business. That's not like going to a title company and buying land. You're having to learn the processing, the laws, the the interchange pieces, you know, terms that most people are like, when you think about like an ATM, how you get paid on it, everybody just thinks it's that one service fee. And then there's interchange on the backside that you may not know about on the on that. Or, you know, how much do you pay the person to hold the place? Do they even get a commission? Do they get a commission? Mm-hmm. Is it a set fee? What, what does that look like? So yeah. you, you don't know any of that. Yeah, none of it. And it's been a, it's been a, you know, very good. The it, I see a bunch of ATM groups and I don't want this whole thing about be about ATMs. Yeah. It's just a thing that's like really driving a lot of stuff right now is that um and these ATM groups I mean they hate like hate coaches like us. Yeah. Ex- because there's this one guy, he's like super famous for ATM coaching. He makes a killing. Mm-hmm. Um but like they hate on him. And I'm thinking I spent so much money in mistakes this year. Yeah. I finally have it down now and I have a very solid path. I know exactly what I'm doing, but I spent just as much as I would have as this guy charges in coaching. And maybe I would have bypassed all bypassed that. All that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's interesting that you went that route and you kind of had a coach by default. He was a finder, but he kind of got you started, but then you realize real quick, some of the stuff that you need to do didn't jive up the way it should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of growth this year. And, um, the hours are earlier and later. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Then add in uh, add in subdivide masterclass where yeah. you got groups of guys standing there Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, then Tuesdays Tuesday. you got the accountability calls. Yeah. And, and you know you you add that in. Then you add in the the life aspect. I mean, it does. Mm-hmm. Looking back, it does get busy. It gets busy yeah. quick. It's busy. It's all good though. Like my brain goes a hundred and ten miles an hour, and by having so much stuff, I can't focus it. Uh, I have to focus on what I'm doing. It can't just let it wander. Okay. Right. So like if I'm like the land deals that I'm in, if I'm talking with those people, we're talking about that and then go to coaching, you know, on the subdivide side of it, holding accountabilities. And then, oh shit, I need to go fill ATMs. And oh, how's the e-commerce doing? And then yeah. like, all, you know, yeah. <laughs> all, all this other stuff. Yeah. Oh man. I, I look and I, I think about the, as the year has gone on, you know, we, we don't talk numbers much and we do that by default because we, we kind of made the, I don't want to say agreements the right word. It was kind of an unsaid thing between us that we didn't want everybody to have to compare themselves to what they hear on a podcast and be stuck behind that and think that, oh, shit, I only did four deals this year, so I'm behind. But your four deals made you an extra eighty or 100000 bucks. That's huge. We're proud of you for that. We don't, we, don't, we don't want to diminish that because we understand that a lot of this is a side hustle just trying to get you out of the rat race or just trying to add a little bit more money to where your family can be a little bit more comfortable. And so, you know, I, I say that, and then we go – into this year and this this was a has been a really good run this year for me and all encompassing with with justin inc but i I, when you told me you the topic you want to talk about today i had to go run back because i i hadn't looked at end year numbers at all um and i i I still i went back and just looked i looked at two things like how many acres we bought that i was a part of buying 
and then how many states we worked in. I worked in 13 states this year, and it was 5,100 acres. And I thought that was a, a pretty big number uh, that's actually been bought that were actually bought this year and closed this year. Not all of it sold. There's still some out there, but you know, for the most part, they're under contract and moving out. But yeah, what's what's on that part right there is interesting because I know, I think everyone in the industry kind of froze up there. Uh, let's say end of September, October, November. Yeah. Cause nothing was moving. Yeah. And then it seems like all of a sudden people are out. Yeah. I had a, I have a, a guy that I worked with and he, he's one of the few that does like a full-time coaching gig with me that he keeps me on staff for that reason. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm his most expensive employee, but I, I'm his, I'm his fail safe, but you know, he kind of had the same thing. He had about nine or 10 properties on inventory. He's put six under contract in the last two weeks to sell. Hmm. And he's just sitting there going, Holy crap. Holy crap. And now that, that mind shift of, oh, man, this year sucked. It's not working out. It's just like, oh, crap. And now I've got all this problem again. I got that ebb and flow, that cash. And I told him, I said, you know, we bought quality assets. It just the market was getting frozen out. It's a little creepy. So, and I, and I know a lot of people share that. They didn't hit the targets maybe they wanted um, quite yet. But, it, you know, you, you still have inventory. You still bought it at a price that makes sense if you did. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're hoping you did. That makes sense that maybe next year starts off better because you, you were in a place where you had inventory already. Mm-hmm. Any key moments this year for you? Oh man. I don't know. I think, I think early in the year I, I said I was going to work on a lot of personal stuff, just kind of personal thought processes. And I, and I've been running through a lot of those things and yes, I feel like I got a lot older this year. Um, and I, and well, I don't feel, and we've had this conversation where we don't feel our age sometimes, but mentally, you uh you you sit there and you go oh shit like you look around the people that you're around like i go to the gym i was at the gym yesterday this guy he's retired from the military he's uh we'd see each other we talk i was honestly thinking he was like in his late 50s and he's like yeah man it's my birthday this week i turned 40 and i'm like oh shit i'm older than him and here this whole time i thought i was younger than him uh by like 10 years because his wife i would assume she's older than him because she looks older than me but I don't know. Maybe she's my age. And their kids are like college and high school kids. And I'm thinking, I got young kids, you know. So it's just, you know, it's some little things that have to do with that. But as you go through, you know, land-related, I think it's been a, a, a fun drill to to use leverage in different states, add that in with, uh, with the subdividing piece, um, slowing it down and wondering, okay, can you take when you're extremely cash-heavy and how do you utilize that in your business? Because we all – have those conversations with yourself. It's like, oh shit, I got too much cash. I'm cash heavy. What do I do? You know, and and then buying some of those notes that we generated a great asset with a subdivide, and then taking those on and knowing that, you know, I have 10, 12 years of runway with that asset that I know is going up and it's appreciating. Whether the market stalled or it dropped a little bit here, it's still an appreciating asset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've going back to that feeling young in your head. Like I totally get that because uh, never I don't feel forty. No, but. I found out last weekend doing a backflip that I am. <laughs> so, so Adam has, uh, if, if you haven't been by our office in the last week, uh, Adam has standing up at his desk. He has a stand-up desk raised. He used to use sometimes, but it's now it's raised up, and he's he hasn't sat down all week while he's at work. And I don't, I was like, damn, I guess it's still hurting. And you did dry needling yesterday. Yeah, I did dry needling. That helped out a lot. Okay, but? Um, just saying, no, it's, I always have this, like, one tweak in the morning because I've been laying down. So and okay. that one tweak, like, ruins the day. But. Yeah, people always tell you, you get you turn 40 and it just starts falling apart. Yeah, well, I, that's what I felt with my legs this year with racing. You know, we cut the season early by probably three months because my, le- my legs were locking up and it just kind of happenstance. The kids started playing soccer, so it was easy to slow down the racing and let my legs heal up. And I was going to athletic trainers, dry needling, electricity, 
taking my feet and we figured out my feet the way I, I've my gait when I walk now I'm hitting my heels so it's locked up my hips over, over time and I can tell if I'm not wearing my insoles it's different and I'm sitting here thinking oh I gotta have my special shoes on you know <laughs> I bought special. some I'm wearing some new bounces I bought a couple weeks ago today to see if they, they help and see what these dads are all about with these these MBs yeah this is something that only you will get if you remember him. I know he doesn't listen to this show ever, so I can say this, but do you remember Heath Brown, uh, engineer I, on the railroad? Yeah, okay, very, very vaguely. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it just takes me back to like thinking that you're older. I thought this dude was like 60, uh-huh. and he was 33 at the time. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I don't I don't remember that. But, oh, man, yeah, I, and we've been – so, yeah, I mean, a, a year in review, It's been a it's been a fun year. It's been a crazy year. There's been good moments and bad moments, you know, Overall, I think we were, and I, I'll speak for both of us when I say this, and you can you can change my my thought. Is that we have been blessed to make it another year without having to go clock in for somebody else, mm-hmm. um, and the growth has been there. We've learned a lot, whether it was land, doing land different ways, or taking on, uh, getting a little more detailed in that, or ATMs, or e-commerce, or shit. I mean, we saw you by all all of uh, all accounts, you know, with the the crypto crashes and things like that. You would think most people would be freaked out, and we have we have held strong, and we're like, okay, man, we're still having profitable month after month with the real estate side, and it's it's landed true. Now, I can't say that for everybody, but I can say that, you know, for for my as I refer to as Justin Inc. I mean, we're on like month nineteen or month twenty of a hundred thousand plus dollar profits, and continually looking at that. But how, the question becomes is, what do you do with it? How do you get back to work? What do you go into? And you know, we were talking about that at lunch and putting into more. I've been putting in a lot more apartment complexes and syndications and then buying those notes. So having that passive income and there becomes a, a part where you, you know, okay, it doesn't matter if I don't sell one today or tomorrow, mm-hmm. or, or if I don't sell a property this month, I am not going to lose the house. It still carries on. And that's, and that's a, I, I wish, I, I guess that's the, the financial freedom you, you feel, you get to a point where, you know what? I can't take the family to dinner tonight. I'm not going to worry about not being able to pay the bills tomorrow because I'm in a position that it's there's there's enough coming in and out that it it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you talked about crypto crash, I pulled up my phone. But, <laughs> oh no! To see how Zuna's doing. And okay. we're, we're only down ninety two percent on Zuna. Yeah, man, you you loved that call. You still you're still bullish on it. Though. Oh, I still love Zuna. Yeah, I think everybody listening right now should go buy some Zuna. <laughs> pump that coin back up. Pump it back. Unless that's illegal for me to say. Because uh, I don't know the rules, I'm like well, you are a big shark there. Is it yeah. one of the top ten uh, holders? No, 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 top fifty, top thirty, forty, something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know about using your influence on a podcast to tell people to go buy. So Elon did on Twitter; he didn't yeah. get eating in trouble. So, no. so no. everyone go buy Zuna. It would on, you'd only get in trouble if you planned on dumping. It's called a pump and dump. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, planning yeah, on yeah, holding yeah. it until it makes you a billionaire. So that's right. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're not going anywhere. Yeah. With that. Trillionaire, actually. True. Yeah couple trillion no not a couple trillion I, I, but i do have over a trillion i thought we were just wanting to coin to like move one zero i if i move it to zeros we'll never hear from you again well i mean <laughs> i it would be a different it'd be a different day so i put 25 grand in if it drops two it's at eight zeros okay if it drops two zeros that 25 grand is worth five and a half million yeah he's gone and it, it only for something to move two zeros when it's eight zeros yeah is not so by eight zeros, you mean point, then eight zeros, then the first number. That's so right. that I want, I want to make sure they understand. I understand because we yeah, talk yeah, like yeah, that with yeah. each other on this deal. But yeah, the, so you go from point eight zeros to point six zeros, then the number. That's right. We're talking fractions on fractions of fractions yeah. of pennies. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot because for them to do that because, um, A, they burn a lot of coins. Okay. 
B, they've uh, they do these like giveaways all the time. Mm-hmm. C, they keep adding all these things. Like mm-hmm. they have a marketplace now. They just developed. They have NFTs. They just dropped out. They're building all this other stuff. Like I just believe in it. Yeah. And so whatever. If I lose the twenty five grand, I still eat. We're still good to go. Yeah. And that's and that's the fun part about this. And this is I think where a lot of guys and and, and women get into this and they find some other stuff that they are passionate about and then they go from land 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 make 50 80 hundred thousand dollars then go ooh, look at this new thing do all that they lose it and then they come back and they've kind of lost that they weren't committed they weren't there and they just kind of lose that and it's not like you did that you said hey this isn't gonna make or break me i'm gonna put it here mm-hmm. and so you had that diversification and, and one of the topics i had talked about is if i wanted to talk about today was if you were a mutual fund how are you diversified and you know, that's one of the things that, you know, how does how does the money come in and out of you? How does it flow out? You know, what are you using to invest in? Do you have some high risk stuff? Do you have some low risk? Do you have some guaranteed stuff and what that looks like? And I, uh, you know, I think for me, as we move into next year and, you know, I know we we're talking about in reverse, but I think you take what you learned this year and you try to expand on it. I think for me, it's going to be the the more patient money as we keep bringing that up on a subdivide masterclass is understanding what that looks like um, from both a debt and an equity piece. And, and continue. And I think on a personal side for me, it's going to, I'm really heavy on the getting my own little personal places within an hour here, like mm-hmm. ranch to, to go. Cause I think about like the, the podcast and the content we can create when you're out there, you know, and I always take pictures when I'm out on, on these properties. Um, but I found that I was at peace a lot more out on some of these properties, especially with the one that we have right by us here. It's 45 minutes, 50 minutes from my doorstep, but getting to take the kids out there and letting them run around with their boots on, even though we went hunting and we didn't we didn't shoot anything, we saw two doe, but just seeing the kids' eyes light up and getting a part of that, just it's just having that feeling with them. And I, I think for me, it's that that nine and that nine and four year old, the how old Kason and Jackson are in Jordan, is I'm not going to get this time back, and mm-hmm. so it's trying to get more intentional with that, while still doing something that I've come to love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. I um, especially the kid part because not ever gonna get that back. Nope. No. No. Um, yeah, for me going forward, I, for 23, the plan is to just create as much cash flow as I can dumping okay. every dollar that I possibly can into something, something that doing it. And I'm about to start that, um, project three thing. Okay. Well, um, hold on. Don't call it project three. Yeah, on the air, like, <laughs> like, like uh, project three thing ish. It's a, the same idea, but it's not a competition type of deal. So your project, well, so like project two was, mm-hmm. you're going to take a individual, run them through the course put some mail behind them and then carry. Are you doing that with multiple people or just one? No, it's just one. So, uh, Nick Budsey, who was on my team okay. last year, right. We developed a really good friendship and whatnot. He's got a friend that wanted to get into it. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, I was looking, wanting to hire someone to ramp up the land side of mm-hmm. it and just worked out perfect. I talked with him. His name's Luke. He's going through the training right now. And then mm-hmm. kind of like with project two, we put 10,000 pieces of mail behind it and saw mm-hmm. what could happen. Right. Well, with him, I kind of do it on steroids, 10,000 a month. Okay for three or four months see how he handles it nice so you're you're planning on putting twenty thousand dollars in marketing behind him essentially and all, yeah. the, all the tools that go with that right assuming like i don't have any reason to think he can't keep up but well we'll see <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's uh that's interesting i'm gonna i'm gonna keep you from calling it project three <laughs> because we will have another project three eventually i don't know what it will be yeah i only called it project three internally okay i guess now i said i'm here but because people you knew what it meant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't want anybody to get too excited and go, wait, what's project three? I, I don't want them to get too excited out there with that because that will, that, that will undoubtedly be the next thing. Cause we did project one. When was that? That was two years ago. That was no, right. With COVID that was, it was 2020. 
uh, it was Fed- it started in 19, didn't it? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It was we. I remember we hit go, had the live event, and COVID happened, and it shut down the world. Then Project Two, we took uh, the two guys for each team, and then put that uh, put ten thousand uh, pieces of mail behind them to see what could generate profit wise. And I, I still think that maybe we didn't harp on on air to on Project Two enough, like the details of it. And the reason I say that is because. When we and I and I know you do this is when you talk to these people on a sales call is you tell them hey, you need between five and seven thousand dollars to get up and going, you know we talked about that with the no money down gurus the low bar entry you know we talked about that a couple of weeks back but you know what we generated with that I think my team was ninety something thousand dollars almost a hundred your team was really close to that and you still have a couple properties left to go one yeah so yeah. The, did you sell the Mississippi River ones that's the one that's the one okay yeah. so you know for for essentially eleven grand, one hundred and eighty thousand dollars was generated, mm-hmm. and you know that's in the same market that's there. And everybody else is playing in. There was no secret list that we put together. There was no secrets that we did other than they went to the blueprint. We followed that and, and ran forward with it. So, you know, I I think that you know, you you talked about just dumping all your money into passive cash flow. Some of these the guys need to kind of bet on themselves that if they're getting new and getting started, they're going to have to spend the money on the marketing to get up and. Is was there a risk for us with that? Yeah, we but we understood that and we understood what our what our numbers are going to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people that we see, of course, we can see how much you know when we talk to these people, how much mail's going out, right? Yeah. When we're talking to them throughout the whole, all the time, and people who are killing it, doing what you want to do. I mean, they're sending, sending mail, massive amounts they're, of mail. They're sending mail. They're sending text messages. There's looking at ways to get properties in front of them to look at. And I, uh, I know there was a big. I think looking in hindsight this year, there was a big flip from mail to text message and you know there's there's nothing wrong with that because i think we said it uh, and we've said this is part of this is how many deals can you look at that are good for you to buy and then try to buy them that you make a profit mm-hmm. and i think that you know mail's been tried and true i've even went in and tried postcards here recently the postcard's a great looking postcard um we've bought in two properties off of them already off of i think it was right under four thousand postcards um i mean that's i if i spent a thousand dollars on postcards and i made fifteen thousand profit 16,000 profit. That's pretty good day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, I'm most excited to see the TV commercial that Larry's doing, how that that comes out. (laughs) I don't know that's official yet. He's posting all over Facebook. Oh, is he? Okay, okay. If it's not official, he's doing a really bad job because he's posted on Facebook. Okay, I thought he told everybody not to keep it quiet yet, so I I guess so. But, yeah, I'm ready to see his phones melt down with, hi, I'm Larry. I'm your land guy. I'm Larry the land guy. I, I hope it works. I hope that he gets to a, that pickup phrase. Hi guys, I'm Larry the Land Guy, <laughs> and he's wearing like a green blazer and cowboy hat. So you want used car salesman out of him? No, I, I, I <laughs> wanted a little. I think I want a little bit. I don't want to say cheesy. I want a little bit more played into the. Hey guys. Well, he needs to have like a cowboy and a six shooter then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're just out here killing land deals. Yeah. So, well, cool. So any any final words for 2022 for you? Um, in 2023, what you what you want to see, and um, you know, and from from that point of view, <laughs> I was trying to think how to end that. I was like, I was like, I, I was waiting. <laughs> Sorry, my brain was working double time. I was thinking, oh yeah, we're gonna take next week off. So any final words? Because this may be the last time you hear from us in 2023. Or well, that's true. So do you want to? Yeah. So I'll let you finish <laughs> your final words, and then we'll we'll go from there. Uh, I don't have any really profound final words. Like um, if. If this was the your first year or your second year and this whole thing and you didn't you had a good year 
great. Stay at it. Stay focused. Stay mm-hmm. motivated. Keep it going and growing. If you didn't have the gear that you exactly wanted, mm-hmm. that is okay too because that's a lot of people do the same thing. You only lose when you give up. Yep. I mean, not every business business is a success its first year. Um, just keep going and learning and reaching out when you need help and you'll get there. Yeah, and I, I want to add to that last piece there. Is There's two pieces to that I want to add. It's a snowball effect. It keep, it compounds. So if your deals didn't close this year, so you only made fifty grand this year, but you're sitting on inventory that's worth one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, be proud of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the second piece is celebrate those wins that you were able to. If you if you bought and sold at least one property this year and you made a profit, we're proud of you. Like that's I, I want you to understand that that's a that's a huge thing. Uh, and, and there's so many people that can't actually do that. But um, with that, I'm going to tell you Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year, because this will be the last time you hear from us in 2022 on the podcast. That's right. So we hope you guys have a, have, yeah, same thing. Have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, all of that. And uh, see you next year. See you next year.